Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday. It's December 8th, 2020. The year is almost over. Now you can stop blaming 2020 for your problems and failures. Who are you going to blame next? The Jews? Probably not. Welcome to the show. You're on the street with Ali Reza. Welcome to the show. If you notice a difference in audio quality, congratulations. You have ears. But I still do not have a door. That's how long it takes. Takes a while for an immigrant to make it here. I've been here since I was eight. I still do not have a door. I'm going to put a door up. I'm in the basement. I'm setting up the man area. That's right. Toxic man, manliness, whatever, in this area, you know. But still no door. Not man enough to put a door up. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Two, three weeks ago, I used a, a battery-powered Black and Decker drill for the first time. I've now purchased a chainsaw to cut wood. This is this is my life now. I did a complete 180. This is where I am. But are you stopping? Please tell me you're stopping. You're, you stop clicking your mouse and buying that bunch of crap. Stop funding that bald motherfucker's divorce. Stop piling up cardboard boxes that you're never going to reuse again. But your wife or your woman, or if uh, you got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever, whatever you got, okay, non-binary, whatever you got, she's or he is telling you, oh, use the box, don't worry about it. We just, we, we just put it in the room. We put it in the room. We'll use it later. Don't listen to her, him. Okay, throw that shit out. You know what's underrated? Throwing shit away. Throw everything away. Burn everything. Just fucking burn everything. Why do you think I keep starting fires with firewood? Think it's for heat? No, I'm burning shit. I'm burning evidence. I'll burn everything. I'll burn books. Okay? I'll go all jihad on everybody. Start burning fucking books. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm burning everything. I'm done. Done buying crap. It's over. Jeff Bezos is behind all this shit. He's behind the E-Channel. He's behind TLC with all their fucking movies, with the Christmas movies. Like, oh, yeah. And then the fucking commercial, uh, uh, people buying cars. Who the fuck buys a car? Who the fuck buys a car for Christmas? What the fucking boy? Where do you even go? Where do you? I want, I want the director of that commercial to look me in the face. Be like, bro, where do you buy a bow that big? Where do you got a, you got a bow guy? You got a bow guy? Where the fuck did you buy this bow? And who the fuck buys an Audi for Christmas? Even rich people don't buy Audis for Christmas. You know what they do? They buy vacant land. That's what they give. They give their significant other an envelope. Okay? On one side, it's a it's deed to vacant land in some kind of fucking wine country. That's what rich people do. They buy land that they can fucking make wine in. And on the other side is a prenup. Or divorce papers. I don't know what these rich people do. I'm not rich. I'm I'm in the I'm in the lower. No, not lower. I'm in the. You know, yeah. Let's get let's get the big, let's get the big bottle of Frank's Red Hot. Yeah, I'm in there. You know, I just recently entered that tax bracket. Yeah, let's get the big one. Let's get two of them. Let's get two bottles, sweetheart. We're make we made it, or we're about to make it. Don't worry about it. Two bottles. Two bottles. Two. 
this is where we are. You know, I thought, you know, here's the thing. I am part of the problem. At least I admit it, you know. That's the first step. Isn't that the first step to the 12-step program? You know, other than walking into Betty Ford, looking like you just got run over by a truck, sweating like an animal, you know. The first step after that first step, you know, after you being afforded, afforded and check in, the first step is admitting you're the problem, okay? And as a man, clearly, I'm the problem, okay? I had no idea how hard these women had it until I came across this article this morning. And the headline, because I, I, I like to go by headlines, and usually I don't read it, but this one, this one grabbed my attention. Here's the headline. Sorry, could you just drop these words from your work emails if you don't mind? I'm like, all right, I'll bite. Maybe I'm being a cunt on my work emails. Maybe I'm part of the problem. You know, put me at the list. Bill Gates, Idi Amin, Saddam Hussein, rest in peace, and Ali. Okay, apparently, I'm part of the problem. Here we go. Here, and, and this is a wonderful journalist, but her name is ridiculous. You, you can't be named after a city. Brooklyn, Neusterster? Come on, son. Here's the thing. I think, I think white people aren't comfortable being white anymore. You know? There's no, there's no problem with the name John or Greg. Sure, there's a lot of you, but that's because... You guys took over this place. You won that war. You be proud. Okay? First, you beat the fuck out of the Native Americans and Canadians. Then, you beat the French. But who didn't? Then, if you're American, you beat the British. So you beat the people you used to be that beat the people that used to be there. And now you beat them out. You know what I mean? Huh? So you should be proud. You beat the fucking the British Empire. You kicked the British Empire out. Name everybody Washington. You don't need to. Na- you don't need to come up with, you know, clever names for your kids to feel cultured. You know, just go down to Costco and buy some hummus like the rest of them. Anyways, here's the article. Toronto, while being called rude is typically considered an insult. I was wrong. One author suggests that being the right kind of rude at work can actually help women get ahead in their careers. Oh, boy. Journalist Rebecca Reed told CTV's Your Morning on Monday that the Internet had previously dubbed her Rude Rebecca after she put her finger to her mouth and shushed a comedian who wouldn't let her speak during a TV interview on Pierce Morgan's show Good Morning Britain. Well, there's your problem right there. Why the fuck are you going on Good Morning Britain? She says the moment inspired her to write her new book, Rude, Stop Being Nice and Start Being a Cunt. No, it says bold. It didn't say cunt. I'm sorry. It said bold. It said bold. Edit that out. Edit. I don't have anyone to edit it out. We'll have to continue. Reed said her experience was similar to that of Senator Kamala Harris, who had to remind U.S. Vice President Mike Pence that she was speaking after he interrupted her multiple times during the October debate. Great example. 
Uh, didn't she throw a bunch of people in jail? Well, let's forget about that. Admittedly, I did not handle it as calmly or as elegantly as that criminal, Senator Harris, did. And it was really a great moment for me seeing that. And I think a lot of women have been in that exact position. Reed said in an inter interview from London, UK. Jesus Christ. Rude explained that being labeled rude, Rebecca helped her learn that there are different ways of being rude. There is? I thought it was just being a cunt. Including positive rudeness. Jesus Christ. Is there a... what? What is the difference between war criminals and these people? You know, they come up with fucking euphemisms. Friendly fire. Operation Liberate Iraq. And then now positive rudeness. She said positive rudeness is otherwise known as being assertive, but says it is described as rude when women exhibit it. No, it doesn't. If a dude does it, he's a dick. He's an asshole. He's a douchebag. He's a fuckboy. There's a fucking 200 names I could come up with. 12 of them are in Korean. The book is mostly about trying to free yourself of being perceived as rude and instead doing the things that you need to do to make your life better. Well, isn't that selfish? You know, just do what you need to do to make your life better. Poison that river. Invade that country. They don't need their oil. You take their oil. I digress. Reed said, showing positive rudeness in certain situations can help women achieve their goals and judging that their own wants and needs are at least as important as everyone else's and then acting on them. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to skip through a little bit. Here's where it here's where here's where she lost me cuz you know she had me she had me in the first couple of paragraphs. I was about to write a check and donate it to the United Blue-Haired Fund. Under the celebrity example, here we go cuz that's what we need, a celebrity example. Reed uses Taylor Swift as a champion of using positive rudeness at work. Didn't she, like, sabotage, like, every dude she ever dated? D didn't, like, her, didn't she date Harry Styles? Now he's wearing a dress? I mean, at the very least. Jesus Christ. Here we go. She's fundamentally really nice person. Have you met her? She loves her cats. She bakes cookies. But in the same token, she's not afraid to be outspoken and pursue either legal or public channels in order to make sure that... She's getting the correct treatment as an artist and as a person. She pointed to Swift's payment dispute with Apple Music as an example. Swift refused to allow the company to stream her album 1989 following the company's decision not to pay musicians during customers' free trial. You know, because the music industry has just started screwing over artists and they love to just screw over women. You know, that the, the music industry is just strictly targeting female artists and has, haven't been shafting people since the 40s. You're, the, 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 here's the, I'm just going to read the headline. When your boss min mispronounces your name, just correct him. Just say, hey, you know how many times my name get mi gets mispronounced? I didn't write no fucking article. You know, I just corrected and then went about my day. You know why? Because my parents came to this country. They worked hard to come to this country. We don't have fucking time. 
to have a congressional tribunal because someone mispronounced my name. I straight up don't care. Hey, is my check in the mail? What did you call me? Hey, this is this is the correct way to say it. By the way, is my check in the mail? Jesus Christ. Apologize less. Just be just start being a cunt. Just don't say sorry ever. Be just and then she she uses an example of she said sorry a couple of times when when someone bumped into her on the sidewalk and you know I, me being the man that I am I had to I had to google this Arthur what was her name Rebecca Becky Reed Jesus Christ every don't that fucking Instagram hashtag Becky ruins everything is 100% true shut up Becky Anyways, I googled her, and uh, if someone bumped into her on the sidewalk, they were uh, they were really they made an effort to get out of the way, and they couldn't. And I'll let you two put two and two together. You know, look, Google her, Rebecca Reed. Google her. There's a reason they bumped into her. All right, that's enough. I just I I just I I just I can't believe it. You know, I had no idea how hard these uh, these white women had it. You know, apparently this British lady. Is it very, very rough? They mispronounce her name. They don't close the fridge all the way in the lunchroom. Um, trying to come up with other problems this broad would have. What the fuck? Uh, the salon pushed her appointment ahead 15 minutes. Uh, psh, I don't know. And apparently she got her name mispronounced. Yeah. There's a pandemic going on, apparently. And uh, I think 16 wars. That's what is going on. On a completely unrelated note, my my woman, that's right, I got, a, I got me a lady. You couldn't tell by the rants on this podcast. You would, if you, if you thought this was some incel podcast, you wouldn't like, it wouldn't be a bad guess. It would be a very... Edu- the Vegas odds would be that this guy's alone, you know? Might be planning an attack of some sort. No. No, I'm not. I got, I got me a lady. She made some tacos. We have a great time. We had a great time. But on an unrelated note, can you believe that she thinks I'm a misogynist? <laughs> I watched it, I don't know, was it last week or two weeks ago? I mean, today Juve beat Barcelona in the Champions League. 3-0. Barcelona. Barcelona. Juventus e Barcelona. 3-0. Juve played Dinamo Kiev last week. And uh, for the first time in Champions League history, a female referee was the head ref in a Champions League game. I'm watching, and my girl sees. You know, she took a break. She came to watch me, watch this game. She comes over. And I tell her, I'm like, hey, check this out. They got a lady. They got a lady as head referee. She's the ref. She's the main ref, not the sideline, not the fourth official. She's the main ref. And she's asked me, how do I feel about that? I'm like, that's perfectly fine. A woman can do as good of a job, maybe better 
because she's used to telling people what to do and giving warnings to men. Yellow card, red card, you know. Warning people here, saying foul there, don't touch that, you know. She's used to it. And she says, wow, she was genuinely shocked, not even joking, and called me progressive. Said it's very progressive of me. Now, how shocking is that? It's a referee job. She's not playing in the game. There's no physical advantage to being a ref. She could do a job, you know. She thinks I'm a misogynist. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? My girl thought I wouldn't I wouldn't be okay with a female ref. You know? She said some old shit to me after the football. What game was it? Sunday? Rams-Cardinals. The game ends. I come back out, come back downstairs. She's in front of the fire. And she says some shit like women in the 60s or 50s would say. She's like, did you enjoy your sports? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I don't know what's going on. Everybody's fucking miserable. Everybody's miserable. Going, you know, I I try not. I try to, I try to avoid watching the news, but I do it anyway. I don't know what it is. It's like heroin. You 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 want to be informed. You know, you want to know what that next hit is gonna be. Is there a war breaking out? Is something happening that I should know? You know. That was me scratching my head. And social media is the same thing. You know, I try to stay away from it. But it always pulls me back in. As Al Pacino would say. Always pulls me back in. Everybody's miserable. Everybody's miserable, but at the same time, they're trying to live longer. You're so miserable, just die already. You go on, everyone's just going on and on. Everything's about politics and people posting all the stuff that's wrong. Yeah, okay. I know, like, I can't keep up. There's some farmer dispute. Like, what, I can't, what, what can I do? How can I help? Do you want to borrow my chainsaw? Like, what do you want me to do? But, you know, they got a post about it. I I guess it makes them feel better. And then the sad memes, like, I'm going to die alone. Like, holy shit. But then the next post is, oh, here's some food that'll make you last 12 years longer. It's got vitamin B16 and antioxidants in it. You'll live longer. Why do you want to live longer? You're clearly miserable. You and your 16 cats, why don't you just let it go? You know, what happened? What happened to suffering in silence? <laughs> just let it go. Just stop. You know, as much as, as much as I make fun of TikTok and all those people dancing, grown-ass men with real jobs somehow taking time off to start dancing like 12-year-old girls on the TikTok... It's pretty harmless, you know, minus the Chinese war crimes behind it. It's a pretty harmless app. It's just children and some adults who weren't raised right. Dancing. Instagram, what, what is happening? 
What the fuck is happening? It's either there. I mean, the dances are invading the Instagram too, but it's mixed in with politics. You know, it's the, apparently the farmers in India are on strike, and the police are beating the fuck out of them. And I feel bad, but like I, I've reached my limit. How many things? Ca- how many things can I care about? I barely care about myself. You know. Just let it go. You can't solve everything. What do you want me to do? Please tell me. What do you want me to do? Everything bothers me. My is this just is this the old man kicking in? You know, I already. I already took one step to fucking Ted Kaczynski status. Moved into the fucking mountains in the woods. What's next? But he was against technology. I just got a fucking chainsaw and I'm yelling into a mic. I mean, I'm like, I'm like hybrid Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Walmart Ted Kaczynski. You know? Everything bothers me. Go on social media. You know, what? what's with these first-gen kids? They were born here, but they just go hard on that immigrant status, trying to get those immigrant points, you know, going hard on the Trump shit. Like, dude, you're, you're, you're born in Connecticut. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're from Connecticut. Okay, stop trying to steal immigrant clout. You don't deserve it. Did you go to school there? No. Did your teacher rob you from kindergarten forward no were you beaten were you beaten with a yardstick the rough side did they put little ridges on the yardstick to beat you with when you were in first grade no you can't have this you can't have it you gotta go back go do military service then you can have that immigrant clout is that even the right word? I'm trying to be hip. Clout. Sounds like a fish. Motherfucker's from fucking Connecticut. And he's acting like he just got on the fucking... He just got on some fucking boat with a bunch of migrants and crossed the fucking English Channel. Acting like he just got off the fucking boat on Ellis Island. And he's got scurvy. And he's right next to fucking Vito Andolini. With that yellow skin, you know, he's on he's on the fucking boat with a bunch of Irishmen, and the and one of the they had to make a stop in Ireland, pick up a priest, and the priest kept asking him if he could buy him a drink. That's what he's acting like, dude. You're born in Connecticut, Connecticut. Is that where ESPN headquarters is? Bristol, Connecticut. Oh, the NBA season's coming. That's what I am. I excited for the NBA season. A little bit. A little bit. These fucking nerds ruin everything, though. I'm watching football, Sunday night football. The game ends. And you had these fucking analytics guy. Guy comes, he looks like he sells insurance. He's got a white shirt on, a tie, fucking sleeves scrolled up. Talking about the percentage of this, 47%. Let me just watch the game. I'm just here to watch this concussion festival. I'm here to watch people get CTE. I don't need you and your fucking glasses and your fucking Forrest Gump haircut telling me 
what percentage this play was and what percentage odds were this. Take the fucking points. That's all I care about. When I played Mad 2000, when I was a kid, I played that Nintendo 64. I asked John Mad what play should I run. He would tell me. He'd always say, take the points. Take the fucking field goal. You run the ball. You take the three, and you, you keep running that ball. You control the clock. You run the ball. That's some fucking insurance salesman coming up, coming on my fucking TV, telling me what to do. And then I turn into fucking ESPN to get a preview of the NBA season. Get Stephen A. just yelling. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not a Stephen A. impression. What the fuck was that? Anyways, he comes on the fucking TV, starts yelling. As he does. Preposterous. Oh, that's not an impression. I'll, I'll work on it. And his fucking forehead looks like the 405. Coming on the TV telling, oh, the Lakers, are the, this and that. I'm like, get, get the fuck out of here. Yelling all shit. This actually might be the first year I'm not excited for the NBA season. It, it's, it's getting out of hand. You know, the, as much as I like the Lakers, like, if they don't win it, they got to win it. You're already stacked. You got two of the top five players in the league. You just went out and got the reigning sixth man of the year, Montrez Harold. Didn't you call Luka Doncic a dirty white boy or some shit? I already went over this, right? That guy, you, you, you got to differentiate these Eastern Europeans. He's Slovenian. That's, that's different. That's different. That's not like a guy from fucking Connecticut acting like he just got off the fucking Mayflower. That was the boat, right? Wasn't that the boat Vito Andalino Andalino was on, you know? You know who would know this? Rebecca Reed. Hit her up. She seems to be way more knowledgeable about these things than I, you know? I I usually find myself in the middle, but sometimes I'm just against both sides. Like it's if it's her and Pierce Morgan, where do I light the match? Jesus Christ. All right, this is this this is taking a left turn. Where did, when did we turn left here? What was I even talking about? ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, Max with that herpes lip he got. He got to fix that shit, son. He has got to fix that shit. That the that you can't you can't come on TV like that, man. You can't come on TV daytime TV. There's children watching. Nobody wants to know where you got that. Went on a road game with the Charlotte Hornets or something. Saw that waitress. She didn't look too good, but you know, you were lonely. Your girl had just left you. You were two slushies and vodkas in. You know, you were too cheap. You were still, you know, at the time you were an intern. You weren't making money. ESPN wasn't giving you shit. And this was before Disney. They were real cheap. They weren't paying you. You're on the road. You got no budget. They gave you like 10 bucks per meal. They gave you $10 vouchers per meal. You went and wasted it on two slushies. Poured hotel vodka into it, went down to the game to report on the game. You saw that waitress selling hot dogs, corn dogs. Who the fuck knows what they eat in North Carolina? You knew you shouldn't have done it. You heard your mother's voice and possibly Jesus. Is he Jewish? Well, Jesus was a Jew. Who cares? You heard Jesus or your mother's voice or your rabbi's voice telling you not to do it. Not to do it. Who knows where this girl's been 
And where she is going, she's going to take you down with her. But you did it anyway. You stuck that sausage right in there. Right in. You stuck it right in there. Now look at you. For the rest of your fucking career, you got to go on TV. You got to go on TV with a dent. With a red dent. Right on your lip. It could have been. Why did, see, this, here's the proof that there is no God. The guy already has to fucking suffer. Why you got to put it at a, at, right in front? Right in front, front row, front fucking screen, whatever. Right at the front window. It's the first thing we see. Nobody makes eye contact anymore. When someone's talking, I'm looking at their fucking lips, making sure they're clean. Do I even want to talk to this person? Mask or no mask? I'm not looking them in the eye. I'll look look in their eye after if we're doing a business transaction. If it's just a regular transaction, you know, I'm looking at their lips. Max, his lips are fucked up. Scary. There's children. You come on at like 10 a.m. Can't have this shit. ESPN got rid of all those people, but they left this guy on the air. I mean, at least Stephen A., you know, his sure his forehead, you can iron a fucking shirt on it. But Jesus Christ. Lips are in pretty good shape, you know? Alright guys, that's the podcast. That's on the street for this week. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. I saw a couple people send me a screenshot of that Spotify top whatever, top podcast, top songs that uh, for 2020 they've been listening to. A couple people had me in their top five ahead of, you know, way more talented people, way better people, uh, people have been doing this way longer. Just uh, yeah, yeah, it felt good, man. Thank you guys. Um, You know, anything over, like, fucking four people, I'm happy. So thanks for listening. I hope you, you know, I gave you a couple of laughs on a Tuesday. You know, Mondays suck. It's, it's, Mondays suck, all right? I know everybody's working, but in my work at the airport, I don't work, you know, most people work at an office. Most people are working from home. A lot of people are lonely, you know? Congratulations. You haven't posted about your your fucking fake anxiety or your or and you didn't go buy a cat so if you didn't do any of those two things you're already ahead in life and thank you for listening i'm very much humbled and uh thank you again good night